stars Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker. It is uh, directed by Denis Villeneuve, who did Prisoners in Sicario. I think it's Villeneuve. Villain. Well, he's French Canadian, so I'm going to guess he? it's not Villeneuve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did Prisoners in Sicario. He did both of those? Yes, he did. Those are good movies. I know. French Canadians cannot make good movies. Hey, no. now. And Eric Heiser uh, was the screenwriter. He did uh, the 2011 version of The Thing. And the screenplay was based on a short story by Ted Chang called Story of Your Life. So it is, yes, it's science fiction. It is aliens landing on Earth. It is. And I like how, unlike the movie Contact, which there's a lot of fucking parallels to, yeah. they do not, they are not ambiguous about the aliens. It's like when we you see, see them the, right away, we yeah. get them, we get a nice meaty payoff, a tentacly payoff <laughs> right up front. We're not wondering the whole movie if what it is or what is it looks a big like. Reveal? Yeah, we don't have to wait till the end to see them i like how they jumped right into it like these are the aliens this is what they look like this is what we went with yeah you know well so amy adams is a linguist professor and jeremy renner is a mathematician and scientist and forced what occurs a you know army army dude and these eggs shaped things have landed 12 of them around the globe and they're like half eggs they're like half sphere eggs whatever cool but they they're sliced on the side so it's like a half an egg it's like open (laughs) a a chocolate egg and breaking it in half yeah but having it curve yeah so there's 12 and they land in all different spots all over the world and each different eggshell has a different government looking at it you know yeah because of the different areas that they've landed right like the chinese like the russians i mean australia places that are enemies definitely and uh Amy, the two of these guys, Amy Adams recruited, and so uh, is Jeremy Renner, to um, because there's a language that they're speaking, and they need to sort out what they're, why are they there, what's their purpose. So she's well, brought in. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker goes and meets her and recruits her at first, and he plays her a recording of the sounds they make. And she's like, I cannot just translate this from an audio recording. I need to see them. He's like, oh, that, you just want an excuse to be taken. There. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go talk to so-and-so at Berkeley or whatever. And he ends up picking her to go and do it. Like he was looking for like the, the best. Right, the the best, best one. Yeah. yeah. And so she and our, our, the U.S. one is in Montana. Is it I, Montana? I believe it's Montana. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And they had to set up a sort of temporary base and, you know, location. And they have the hazmat suits and the radiation suits and the helmets. And they have to get pre-screened and drug tested and all that stuff before they actually get to go up into the hive. Well, and it's really interesting the way, first of all, the it, it's very kind of gritty, dark, moody. It's got more of a alien original alien texture to it yeah and it seems very realistic to like if there was a real alien landing Mm -hmm. this is how the government would initially respond yeah like there needs to be tests done can we communicate with them are are they a threat yeah are they are they here to help why are they here how they talk to the scientists because when they are about to go in to meet them and they have no idea what they're dealing with yeah she's scared she's scared scared. they're all scared but the doctor sort of is very abrupt army doctor and asks some very matter-of-fact questions and it's it's very realistic to probably what would happen yeah in my opinion as far as i you know that seems it seems pretty real accurate to like how the government military would handle the situation they get into these suits and they go up and they end up sort of in this no gravity 
gravity situation. And yeah, that was a cool scene because they're standing like linear, like hor- uh, horizontal. And then when they jump up, they're sort of now walking vertically. And it's like a seamless jump yeah. from one from the platform onto the ship. So there's like zero G sort of, but they're also right. now walking parallel or perpendicular to yeah yeah it was really cool it was a really cool shot and then there's this sort of screen like a glass screen or a glass barrier and then on the other side it's all this fog Mm -hmm. and through the fog there's these sort of multi-tentacular tentaclad two aliens what do they call them hecta or octopods octopods septopods i think because there's seven things seven tentacles okay something yeah. But they look like... Well, then they call them Abbott and Costello. Right. That, <laughs> there's two of them. Yeah, there's two of them. And they um, they start projecting these sort of circular images with different branching out sort of little... They kind of look like ink blots. Yeah, ink they do. Ink smudges. Yeah. Like Rorschach tests shit, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And they have to decipher, like, what the fuck are those things? That's them talking to us? Is yeah. that them warning us? You know? Well, and they do. They spend months working out. She cracks it, basically, along with... Because at the time, other nations, are they're all sharing information and working together. At first, yeah. Because they're all, they all kind of need to. It's like right. we have an intergalactic threat, potentially. And that was the other cool thing I liked, is that they introduced the aliens, so it, the story is not about what the fuck are aliens going to look mm-hmm. like? It's about how do we talk to them? Oh, yeah. It's you know very I mean? much. And this is not an alien cool. story so much as that it's a world peace story. World peace story. It's sort of like an inner story, like an inner self fucking story, like self-discovery yep. to communicate with them. She has to get to a place in her own self. And why is she the one who's able to communicate yeah. with them? And it's a very interesting multi... Uh, Sort of like multi timelines going on at once. You don't really know where they're she's going. She's having with it. some visions because she's had a she a had daughter a daughter and that she died of cancer, right? Yeah. And so she keeps seeing these flashbacks of this daughter, and they, later on you find out that ties into this very dramatically, very dramatically. And um, then like the aliens are in her dreams and shit. Yeah, there. there's like a, she has a dream and the aliens in it. This right. big giant multi tentacled thing that shoots like it almost looks like an octopus shooting ink. But then the ink takes shape. Yeah, it's cool. It's pretty interesting, you know, interpretation of uh, uh, you know interplanetary life or whatever. But the big, really, the focus of the film is communication. Commu- absolutely, that is that. In a word, it's all about communication and how. And it's it's very relevant to what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, you could say that because all the nations have to sort of work together. And also just showing how because they ultimately sort of crack the language and then the million dollar question, what's your purpose here? Yeah. And they they basically use the word weapon in an answer, but they aren't really they're there to help essentially. But as soon as anybody hears that word weapon, they immediately think they need to attack. War, Yeah, it's war go time. And the Chinese uh, Chinese general, uh, played by Zeet Ma, who, if you saw Rush Hour, is the Chinese consul guy. That's a, a well-known Chinese He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. You recognize him right away. Um, yeah. And he's, so, he's, he's decided to go offline, and he's going to fight them. He's gonna and attack. Yeah, he's pulling out. Because they, they, the Chinese sort of crack that one first, and it's like, use the weapon is the... But they misinterpret it like yeah. everyone else does because the first jump is to, oh, they're coming to attack us. And she and Amy Adams really 
is she's getting these visions and she also she's realizing that that's there's more to it and they have to continue to try to discover what exactly they're saying well and then she says she's like weapon could be it could be tool it could be right. like it's not it's more uh general it's not yeah. a direct translation like use the weapon could be use the tool use the you know what, what we're teaching you it could be a lesson or something you know what exactly I mean? like, yeah it doesn't mean like we have a bomb and we're gonna blow you up right but then you get some sort of uh, pushback from the American military and they sort of take matters into their own hands. And then she takes matters into her own hands to try to really discover and she really ends up saving the day. Well, because there's like rogue American soldiers that plant a bomb in the ship. Oh, right. Right? Yeah, that was odd. That was intense. Yeah, Yeah, that was sort of a scary jump it was like, what? yeah i mean they sort of set it up along the way where you see the they're soldier. listening to tv and yeah i found that a little hard to i mean because you one soldier's <laughs> talking to his wife and how scared she is and then you're seeing the two of them listen to tv and hear how soldiers follow orders man they really do i mean yeah to go rogue like that's pretty intense yeah that was a, that to me was a big i was sort of looking for where's the bigger i mean it was like the rock almost well, but there wasn't they, a ed harris who was pulling the strings no, on that one there was no like it was me all along and i yeah. overruled forrest whitaker it was just like straight up three soldiers and they even like have a shootout they like yeah. allude to a shootout and they get taken out i mean i guess that could happen but in a situation where things i mean we haven't so never critical. dealt with something like that before but i just found that one a little bit a little bit a stretch yeah yeah a little bit of a stretch like they straight up just went rogue and like planted a bomb yeah and the two of them were up there in the ship with the bomb they didn't even know the bomb was there right and the aliens end up sort of saving them yeah but uh, yeah, that's the, and then they have like, and then you see that they start preparing for a shootout with the army police that right. come, military police that come, and they get like taken out. You don't see it, but it's like alluded that the rogue soldiers get taken out. So it's like, and then it, everything sort of goes back to normal, well, like to a point. Yeah. Like, okay, back to work. Like, let's try to figure this out. But then they eventually get, they call it, like Forrest Whitaker and the army, they decide to like, no, we're shutting this. We're shutting it down, yeah. Yeah. And so Amy Adams, through certain ways doesn't give up and sticks with it and we can't tell you what happens because it's kind of like yeah it's a big reveal of the film but i mean it's it it is you get out of the film and you think wow that was pretty incredible actually pretty interesting yeah i gotta say i was not like the the trailers didn't sell me on it i didn't really understand how it was different than any other sort of sci-fi movie, but like sci-fi drama. It's not sci-fi yeah. action, so I'm like, sci-fi drama, do I care? And then all the trailers are like, Amy Adams is going to win an Oscar, and that, that in- instantly pushes me off something when they're like... <laughs> Another Oscar nomination yeah, for like, Amy you Adams. love it, it's the best. And it's like, uh, I'll wait. I found it to be quite fascinating, and I I really liked the fact that it, it had a different kind of texture to the film from other sci-fis it, it, it was it seemed really realistic but it it definitely had a feel of a, an original kind of alien that sort of look feel but it was modernized but it was sort of like close encounters and yeah shit. there was definitely a lot of odes to close encounters close encounters of the third kind where there's yeah it's straight up like a ship they don't know how to communicate with yeah it's pretty close you know um yeah, I liked it. I, I liked it more than I thought I would. I thought it was going to be kind of sappy 
and kind of hokey. It's not sappy. It's not hokey. No, even it's though not. There, even though there are some like heartstring moments, they don't they don't end up being sappy to me, uh, at least. You're I kind of, absolutely you, you believe it, and then it comes back full circle, and you're like, oh wow, that's pretty clever writing, and it gets you. You don't see it coming. <clears throat> no, no, you don't. You don't really see it coming, and that's good. You shouldn't because a yeah. lot of times I can sort of call it. Nowadays, you see enough movies, you just kind of call it as it goes. Right. It's hard to really put one over on an audience. Well, I mean, the director, we, we loved both Prisoners and Sicario. Yeah, Sicario's awesome. And the look and feel that he did in those films right. is similar in that, I mean, they all each have their own thing. But there's a, a gritty, dark realism to it that's yeah. not just a cliche of that and it's new no. and modern and there's something the pacing of the film is really good which is also true in the other two yeah the pacing of this is good yeah i feel like a movie like this could lose people because it's just you know if it drags on too long and there's too much dialogue and it doesn't get to like the real heart of the story quick enough but right it did it sort of moved right along and it really got to this is what we need to do with this story. It's right. Communicating with the aliens. It's not, you know, uh, UN meetings with foreign leaders. Thank God. Over and over. Yeah, that would have fucking drove me nuts. And that's what I was sort of worried about when I saw the trailers. I'm like, is this going to be like sci-fi political drama? Another. Yeah. Like it's a sci-fi movie, but the last thing you get from it is sci-fi. It's all just political drama, political drama. Oh, and there's aliens. Right. You know what I mean? But it wasn't that. It was really like the aliens front and center. And then the th- the whole thing of language and communication and it's sort of a mystery. They're breaking it down and Right. Seeing trends in the little circular uh, images, yeah. you know, so it was, uh, yeah, there was a lot going for this movie. Do I think it needs to win any Oscars? I don't know. I guess this year there's not a her lot of Her performance movies. was wonderful. I, I will give her that. Yeah, it was and, great, but she's a good actress. She does yeah. a good job. I don't know if there was anything about this that I'd be like, this is her year for this fucking movie. I don't know. I mean, this goes to, we have this conversation a lot where we say, where it's like back in the 80s, 90s, 70s for sure, when there, when a movie was absolutely spectacular, it would be nominated for an Oscar. Otherwise, it was just a good movie, and there were a lot of them. And now it seems like... Yeah, we've said this. Most movies are shit, so it's just like every movie that doesn't happen to be shit gets an Oscar nomination. Or is like Oscar-worthy, whereas yeah. like 20 years ago, this movie would have just been a really good sci-fi movie. Yeah, and, it and that would fine. be okay. And that's great. Congratulations, yeah. you made a great movie. But now it's like... Like, and I feel like the award shows are so forced upon everybody mm-hmm. that like every movie now that comes out after September has to be Oscar worthy or something. Well, it's all about marketing because they use that as their tool to try to sell more. Yeah, but now it's it. so obvious in the the the. the the, tr- the trend and the cycle has yeah. become so obvious and so played out that it's sort of meaningless. Yeah. That they almost need a new format because it's like, yeah, here come the Oscar movies rolled out. Right. October, November, December. And so we're all nice and ready by March or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, ugh, again. This, I know. I mean, this is a good movie. It's definitely, you're not going to be disappointed when you watch this movie. I wasn't. Yeah, but I don't think it needs to win Oscars. I, I mean, know. if we're talking about the way everybody rates those movies today, then yeah, I'm sure it will get an Oscar nomination. It'll get nominations. 
I'm sure. And I, I do really like this director. I think. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. Well, those two movies are like two of my favorite movies of the last five years. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Prisoners is awesome. And Sicario's fucking so cool. And I'm glad they're making a sequel. I know. I just that, hope it doesn't like. Sicario could have been nominated for Oscars. Yeah, we. I thought it would be at least, you know, for Benicio and for the screenplay. Yeah, absolutely. Cause, I man. think the screenplay is pretty nominatable. <laughs> is that a word? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I think I think that Close this screenplay could be nominated for what, sure. This, the, yeah, the Arrival. Arrival. I think so. Yeah, it's a cool story. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Uh, yeah, you could nominate it for screenplay. Sure. I, I think it's a very cool story. I think they executed it. Ex- I mean, I think in the hands of another director, it might have not been as cool That's as cool. it was. I yeah. agree. It could have been kind of dull. And but, uh, the look of it really adds to it. So you you buy it. It really sells it more. I give it. I give it an eight point eight. An 8.8? I give it like an 8. 8.2. Really? Yeah, 8.2. A meet in the middle, 8.5? Sure. All right, 8.5 for us for Arrival. Yeah, go see it. It's definitely worth seeing. Yeah, and it's, uh, I'm sure it will be, it's still in theaters, and it will probably. It is? Yeah, because they're doing the lap, the award the season lap. lap again. Yeah. Great. Uh, so yeah, that is it for Arrival. Yeah, go see Arrival. Not The Arrival. That's a Charlie Sheen movie. Yeah, <laughs> bad Charlie bad Sheen with movie. a weird haircut and glasses. <laughs> yeah, don't see that. All right, Arrival.